Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the books. We're not really excited. I gotta change that language. <laughs> we are going well, through... We were excited. We, we were. We were really excited to go through these chapters, discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the books. But today, we are discussing Act 1, scenes 5 through 11 of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. But first, we have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast, and we want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around, donate to Black Girls Create, check out our new Patronus perks, and send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org donate. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website to step up your nerd, fashion, and stationery game. Um, check out the deal that we have in celebration of Black Companion Future Month, where you can buy our Tarbis shirt and get a Black Girls Create pin 25% off using the code TARBIS25. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Dub, um, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Go to blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wither Team News. We're timey-wimey again. Yeah. So... This is being recorded, but there's no news because it's being recorded in the past to your future or present. So let's move on to magical birthdays. Yep. So we have some. Yay. First of all, that's cool. Um, so Monday was Delia's birthday. So shout out to Delia. The reason trash, for... The reason the, why we're here. Not the our, only our, reason, but... Black Girls Create Trash Inspector <laughs> and Marketing Director. Um, shout out to Delia. Um... Also, the today, Wednesday, is Maggie and Mrs. Weasley's birthday. Magus! Magus! Mollus! Yay! Good times. We love you. We yeah. love you guys. Birthdays are fun. That's that's about as much fun as we're about to have. And <laughs> we um okay. only want to put positivity out in the world, so we're gonna call it. And we'll see you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> yep. Mini podcast. <laughs> um, uh. Previously on Wizard Team, um, you know, we just recorded it and I don't even know. Um, so <laughs> we met, ha- we, we met, met. <laughs> we met Harry and his, we met Harry's kids. We met Albus, who is the, um, the main character of this play. And he's real sad because he, for some reason, didn't ask to be in the house that he felt he belonged in and instead ended up in a house that he didn't want to be in. And instead of, you know, being like, wow, Albus, you probably should have done what your dad said. He blames his dad. Um, meanwhile, his new best friend, Scorpius, is nice and he's cool. But for some reason, people think that he is the son of Voldemort um, through time travel. So that's weird. Um, Rose is a Slytherin, but she's been sorted into Gryffindor. So that part is also strange. But Rose is like, you know, trying to get her position up within Hogwarts. And uh, I don't know. Draco's really mad about that rumor, but the rumor's dumb. So that's about 
all we have, I think. That wasn't a great previously, and you know. I missed it because Luna. It's fine. Um <laughs> But you know, I trust that It was fine. It was just not great for us having to have just read it. Having had just read it. Yeah. Having just read it. Whatever. You know what I mean. Anyway, um, before we get into Act 1, Scene 5, a word from our sponsors. All right. Act 1, Scene 5. We're in the Ministry of Magic in Harry's office. Um, Hermione sits with piles of paper in front of her in Harry's messy office. She is slowly sorting through them all. Harry enters in a rush. He's bleeding from a graze on his cheek. How did it go? Harry said, uh, she, Hermione asks, it was true, said Harry. Theodore not in custody. And the time turner itself and like Harry reveals the time turner. It shines out alluringly. Is it genuine? It's Does it huge, work? Huge, by the way. It's gigantic. Um Hermione's like, is it it's not just an hour reversal turner, it goes back further. Um and Harry says, We don't know anything yet. I want to try it. I wanted to try it out, but then wiser heads prevailed, which like Harry Potter. Always. On brand. Glad he has people <laughs> to tell him to stop. Um, like, bro, what you gonna do? Yeah. Um, and Hermione's like, she doesn't think that they have a choice to, uh, but to keep it. It's an entirely different time turner than the one that she had in her third year. Um, apparently, wizardry has moved on since we were kids, says Harry. It's like, okay, we get it. You're old. Um, we get it. You're old. <laughs> Hermione says you're bleeding and Harry says or no and then she says don't worry it'll go with the scar so lots of quips which like I guess but I just I don't like I I don't care now I think at the time I was still like okay the time turner you know well I thought about it um reading it this time because um when I don't know why but like afterwards I was like all the time turns were destroyed but this time it's like Maybe I just didn't get it in while watching it. While watching the play, like they like literally created a new time turner, which is like I think pretty cool. Um, there's like a show or whatever where like all electricity just stops working. Mm, I remember that because it had a uh, what's his name in it. Okay. At the time, sorry, uh, Bella Swan's dad, Charlie. Ah, yes. I didn't watch that. Thing. I didn't, I never watched it. I just saw but, the trailer and was always like, "Oh, that's Charlie," and then that was it. <laughs> yeah, but I think like I I think that the premise of that is pretty cool because then you have to like you know like you are so like we're as people in California recently we're so reliant on like electricity and mm. um and and technology and stuff like that. But like I literally don't know how any of that works. Yeah. So if it stopped working and there was no one around who could like rebuild it or like figure out the math and the laws of physics or whatever I, my ass would be back in the stone ages and mm-hmm. not knowing how to do it you know so yeah. I like the I like the thought exercise of this piece of magic going away there not being that many people who understood the magic in the first place um and then having to kind of like re like what do they call that like um, reinvent kind of yeah reinvent and like back like reverse engineer the yeah. magic behind a time turner and then being able to like also improve upon that yeah um, um and i'd also say so like in at WikiCon, 
um, a couple weeks ago. I was on a time travel panel with Aliza, who is up now for um, and it's up, content. Yeah, which is what I, what I was gonna say. Oh, sorry, I got excited. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, so if you're a if you're a five dollar or more patron, then you can actually listen to that panel on our Patreon. Um, but she takes like Cursed Child as canon. Or I don't know if she yes. takes all of it as canon. But at least the time travel part of it. Because I haven't had a full conversation with her about Cursed Child just like on, on Earth, you know, as like the topic. Um, but when I was like, when we were preparing for it and stuff and like she has this whole PowerPoint about like how it works and how it's different from like the hour reversal time turners. Like I have a problem with it for a different reason. But in terms of at the time after watching it, I think it was the same with you where I didn't get like what the difference and I was like, no, you're not supposed to. So it felt to me like they were breaking the rules of the world. Um, now I don't feel that way. I just have issues with it for other reasons that we can get into later because it'll it'll come up later. Um, but yeah, that panel is really cool. But also, so bummed I missed it. Yeah, we can listen to it. But also, yeah. I mean, I need to listen to it. I haven't had a chance to yet because of life. Yeah, and but. this. Um, <laughs> so yeah, basically, it's a time turner, and it is more intense than it does time travel so like we're yeah time travel um but it does I, it doesn't do our it doesn't they don't know what it does but they know that yeah. it doesn't it's not just by the hour like by the hour yeah um i was anxious to hear about theodore not uh, or harry asked what she's doing sorry oh, how old is it? theodore not was the one that was in harry's year yeah he was a slytherin in harry's year um, that's also one of the things that bothers me is that they keep saying Theodore or not, Theodore or not, Theodore or not. And I'm like, y'all know y'all don't just call people by their full name. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe because his last name is not, so they're trying to make it, like, not, like, like, easier to hear, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, but reading it, it's weird because they don't ever just be like, oh, Draco Malfoy, Draco Malfoy, Draco Malfoy, you know? But that could, could just be a me thing. Um... So Hermione said she was anxious to hear about Theodore not and thought she'd check in to see if she if Harry had kept his promise and was on top of his paperwork, which like, you know, she knew. She knew. Um, which is also another thing where it's like, okay, so there's a whole Harry should be defense against the dark arts professor, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. But also I'm thinking like Harry wouldn't be kept up on like he wouldn't have been great in assignments. Like why like, is he in administrative administrative duties? Like I mean, every job, though, has some level of administrative duties. Mm-hmm. True. And they just aren't going to get done. No. Um, the other thing, too, here is that, like, I think what they're trying to do um, is they're trying to bait and switch. Yeah. So, because at this point, we didn't know that Hermione was Minister of Magic. Yeah. So they're trying to bait and switch and make it seem like Hermione's working for him, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping that in mind because of the way that she later is like yeah yeah anyway so she's like no you're not harry how can you get any work done in this chaos um harry waves his wand and then the paper and books all put themselves in neat piles and he's like no longer chaotic um and hermione's like you know there's some interesting stuff in here there are mountain trolls riding grap horns through hungary there are giants with wing tattoos on their backs walking through greek seas and werewolves have gone entirely underground um, and Harry's like, great, let's get out there. I'll get a team together. So he's very much just like wanting to be doing things. And yeah. I do think that they get his characterization right 
when it comes to how he approaches work. Yeah, I mean, um, one thing about the plays, I don't think that they get Harry terribly wrong. I just think that, like, and this is true about all of the trio, is I think that, like... Um, they get Ron wrong. <laughs> oh, no, they, they get, don't do... They don't do him... They don't do Ron justice. Yeah. I think they don't get their characters wrong. They get how they would react and how they would interact with each other wrong, which is, like, a yeah. weird thing. Which is weird, yeah. Um, cause like a lot of, sorry, there's like a weird light, but like a lot of, um, who you are as a person is shown through your interaction. So it feels like they get them wrong, but it's like, mm-hmm. no, that's something that Hermione would say. That's something that Harry would say and do. Yeah. It's just, for it, sure. it, it wouldn't happen in this way. The mm-hmm. plot is stupid. Yeah. Um, so then... Hermione's like, I get it. Paperwork is boring. And Harry's like, not for you. And she says, I'm busy enough on my own. Um, these are people and beasts that fought alongside Voldemort in the Great Wizarding War- Wars. They're allies of darkness, which I'm just like, it's been 20, well, it's been all this time and y'all haven't like done me deeper that- work, which mm-hmm. feels weird given like, you know, who's talking Well, right I now. mean, they're still hunting Nazis. Clearly. No, I mean... Clearly. No, oh, no, oh, like in real life. In no, real no, life. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about Hermione and like the work, like, yeah, you know, werewolves probably shouldn't be going underground. Y'all should have been legalized. Should have been with the, like, yeah, like I just, you know what I mean? And it feels like one of those things that like Hermione would have done, but apparently not. Um, this combined with what we've just unearthed at Theodore Knotts, again, just saying it's full government. Um, but if the head of the magical law enforcement isn't reading his files, which is the other thing, is he's not just like an auror at this point. Mm-mm. He's the head of the magical law enforcement. So the Social whole commission. department, the you entire decide. department. Yes, but also, but my point though is that why is he the one going out to fight these people when he's the head? Like he has people to do that. He's not just overseeing the R, he's not the head of the R's office. No. He's the head of the magical wand. That's that's Amelia Bones. You yeah. know what I mean? She's not going out in the field anytime Voldemort says boo. So there's that. And not to say like and obviously that's a hairy like part of that is a hairy thing, but I think it could have also been interesting. Like as just as a flip, not saying they had to do this, but like to have Harry be swamped under this paperwork and being like, I want to go in the field, Hermione, like let me yeah. go. <laughs> instead of him just like recklessly being out and pretty much no one has had their I doubt people probably haven't got paid he ain't signed off on no W-2s I mean there are <laughs> He's innocent like, wizards in I don't know they're not in Africa anymore or are they <laughs> right uh, you know because Harry hasn't filed the paperwork for their release they're mm-hmm. like I was supposed to be out months ago and I was sentenced like, in two weeks and it's been two but years but Theodore not I heard the werewolf was underground. We going underground. And they're like, where? I don't know. Somebody get a shovel. And they're like, Harry, that's not what it means. I don't care. <laughs> oh, that's a great fanfic that you just wrote. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so then um, Harry's like, I don't need to read it. I'm out there hearing about it. Theodore or not. It's me who, who heard the rumors about the time turner and me who acted upon it. You really don't need to tell me off. Um, and then Hermione looks at Harry and says, this is tricky. I'm like, why? 
she's Hermione. Just tell Harry to stop being a dumbass. Anyway, um, do you fancy a toffee? Don't tell Ron. Which I'm curious about this. Like, are the Weasleys just anti candy now? Apparently. Because the because in the first part they keep talking about how Jenny's not doing anything. Yeah, no, and now no Harry's sweets. like, I can't have toffee because we're off sugar at the moment. And how long have y'all been off sugar? Are y'all going through withdrawals? Is that the problem? Is that why Albus is tripping? <laughs> Oh, Harry Potter and because everything he, went to shit because I took my kid off sugar too recklessly. And if that's the case, then like I take back my, I rescind my bitch <laughs> from last week because you can't just be taking sugar. You're not people. you when you're hungry. But you <laughs> eat a damn, let him have a Snickers. <laughs> let him have a Snickers. Um, so, and, and then she's like, don't tell Ron. So I'm very, like maybe the Weasleys, maybe Molly was like, all right, y'all, this is the like, where this is the time we're not mm-hmm. doing sugar anymore. It's weird. Anyway, Harry's like, you know, you can get addicted to that stuff. What can I say? My parents were dentists. I was bound to be, to rebel at some point. 40 is leaving it a bit late, but I'm just like, okay. I, and honestly, it's 40, not bad. Y'all. It's not bad dialogue at all. I just personally now don't care. And that's just kind of where I am. But so she says, but you've done a brilliant job. You're certainly not being told off. I just need you to look at your paperwork every, one, every now and again. That's all. Consider this a gentle nudge from the Minister for Magic. And then, so I've been like sitting on this because yeah, I know. it happened earlier. Amani says, oh, this is where Hermione as Minister of Magic comes from. Dahlia says, yeah, I dislike it. Hermione wanted to do something important and scoffed at the idea of politics. And yet, Maggie said, she said, she said I want to do some good in the world. And yet, here she is dealing with paperwork. I'm skipping over. Yeah, please. That nonsense. Um, Maggie says, why the anti-sweet agenda? This is abuse to Hermione, child of dentist. That's what I heard. Um, And Harry, who never got sweets as a kid. Like, what are some sweets? Right. Like, you would like... What's the problem with the sweets? Like, I really don't get... Like, it's it's not like a running joke, but it comes up often. And I'm like, why can't they have sweets? I know they don't get cavities. Like, I don't get it. Right? Let them have it. Magical folk don't get cavities. That's law, right? Because they don't it's get... Rude. They don't get muggle elements, and a cavity is definitely a muggle element. Right. So, sweet it up. Just do what you gotta do. Um, <laughs> they said Harry still isn't doing his homework. <laughs> basically. Yeah, basically. Which, you know, is consistent. So, okay. Um... So Hermione says, how's Ginny? How's Albus? Um, didn't ask about James or Lily, but okay. Um, it seems I'm as good at fatherhood as I am about at paperwork, which I am not buying still. No. Well, I mean, I buy it because they tell us like that the point is that he is, but they haven't actually shown that yet. Other than that, they're just not great at communication, I guess. Right. But and like, there's like nothing wrong with Lily or James. So you're batting like... Two for three. That's yeah. Half in grade, like yeah. To... <laughs> um, and then and then and then Harry asks, "How's Rose and Hugo?" He asks about both of both them. Both kids. Both of yeah. them. Um, and then Hermione says, "You know, Ron says he thinks I see more of my secretary Ethel than him." And like that doesn't answer the question about the kids, but Mm-mm. okay. Also, is Ron just a nag? Like, he is he now the mm-hmm. one? Like, I'm so confused about Ron's characterization. He's um, a stay-at-home dad. But he's not, though. Like, he, too, has a job. And so does Jenny. But for some reason, she also is never... Anyway. Um, you think there's a point where we made a choice, parent of the year or ministry official of the year? 
Um, which this like, I mean, conversation makes no sense to me. I don't like the con- because it doesn't. We don't see any of this before, so they're just. I mean, which I guess okay. I guess part of it is that they do have to tell us some things because this is already two plays. But I've got we've got no indication from Rose that like she, you know what I mean? That she's having issues with her mom being. Also, she hasn't. I just realized hasn't been like I'm Rose Granger Reason. My mom's a Ministry of Magic, but nope. But I guess because they wanted to have her, they wanted to have Hermione reveal it herself. But it's also weird. It's it's all weird. It's all weird. Could have revealed it in the first scene when we saw Hermione. It's weird. Um. So then, you know why none of this feels like it fits? Because this shouldn't be a thing. Because it it shouldn't. It doesn't fit. So Hermione's like, "Go home to your family, Harry." The Hogwarts Express is about to depart for another year. So now we're in year four. So you know how they were all like. When they were when they were doing it, they were like nineteen years later. Yeah, we're returning to Hogwarts. It's twenty three years later. It's twenty three years later. It's twenty three. Which like fine, but like, please tell the truth. Um. So Harry asks Hermione if the time turner and all the stuff could really mean something, and Hermione's like, it could do, but if it does. We'll find a way to fight it, Harry. We always have. So she smiles again, pops a toffee in her mouth, leaves the office. Harry's left alone. He walks out of the office, down a corridor, goes to the telephone box, and dials 62442. And the telephone box says, farewell, Harry Potter, and he ascends away from the Ministry of Magic. Wait, wait, and wait, I... wait. What? Six. M. A. It's magic. Four, four, two. It is magic. Did you never? You didn't know that. I knew that before. I was like, I that was, like, that's an order of the phoenix. Like that was the. Thing. I know, but I I don't know why I felt like that was more than five digits. Oh no! <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, I was really looking like, what is she doing? I was like, what is the extra <laughs> like, digits for? Knowledge. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, it's not extra digits. Um. It's weird to me that he doesn't just like flu. I get. I guess I get why he doesn't apparate, but like the fact that he goes with the visitor's interest is weird to me. But it's fine. You know why? Because it's a play, and flu would cost. It would be. Well, no, because they flew at and they flew later. Yeah, but maybe they're also just saving it. I guess. Um. Scene six. We're at the Potter's house. Um, this is the scene. Okay. In yeah, which y'all, in, I was like, fuck Albus Potter. What <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this kid? Well, this, <laughs> this is the scene in which I was, okay, well, let's just, let's just, because it's not the one where I was taken out of it yet. Like, I think that's what it was. It wasn't here. <laughs> but in retrospect, you know, in hindsight. Um, so Albus can't sleep. He's sitting at the top of the stairs. He hears voices below him. We hear Harry's voice um, before he's revealed an elderly man in a wheelchair is with him. Amos Diggory. Remember that one dude from that one Okay, book? so I know that we said that we were not in the theater. We were not talking. But Bayana audibly said, Amos. Did I? I yeah. don't remember that. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't remember saying that. Well, no. In the you, I remember you being like, Amos. And then I was like, shh. And then as we kept going, I was like, what? 
I and as I we keep going, I'll, I'll I'll do my what, but I do yeah. remember you being like, I that's so funny. I think we were I, like expecting like Neville or you know like yeah, true. Maybe that's what, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I yeah, and I don't remember that, but. And 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 I think they kind of get his character. Like Amos has always been an asshole, as we just like we're talking or yeah. discussed in *Goblet of Fire*. But so Harry says, "Amos, I understand. I really do. But I'm only just home, and I've tried to make appointments at the ministry. They say, ah, oh, Mr. Diggory, we have an appointment for you. Let's see. In two months. I wait very patiently. And Harry's like, and you know, you come to my house in the middle of the night. My kids get ready for school. Like, can we not? And he's like, two months pass. I receive an owl. Mr. Diggory, I'm awfully sorry, but Mr. Potter has called away on urgent business. Um, will you be available for an appointment in two months time? And it repeats again and again. You're shutting me out. And I'm like, well, I mean. You're not. You I don't would. work for the ministry. So but how am I shutting you, you out of a thing that you're not in? Who are you? Um. um so. They said Amos Diggory didn't like him then, don't like him now. Exactly. All I can see in my head is Drake. And Maggie <laughs> said, had a very dramatic, tragic moment in Gobble of the F- Goblet of Fire, and this whole play ruins it. Mm-hmm. Maggie says Amos no chill Diggory. Which is like, when we saw Amos and Cedric together, and I'm thinking mostly of the movie, mm-hmm. um, he was doing the most. And it, in the book, I think he was too. Like In the book, he was worse than in the movie. Yeah. Um, but like he was, he was a lot to, it was a lot to, to process. Yeah. Um, and then his son dies and you're like, that's very sad and you feel for him. But then it's now been 22 years later. No, ma'am. No, 20. Hold up. Pause. So, so, cause we haven't even gotten there yet. So. So Harry's like, of course not. It's just, I'm afraid, as head of the Department of Magic Law Enforcement, I'm responsible. There's plenty you're responsible for. Sorry? Amos. My son, Cedric. You do remember Cedric, don't you? Who? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, that's honestly, that was the thought I had when they started bringing up Cedric. And at this point, again, I'm not fully taken out, but I'm just like, why are we talking about Cedric? That's Goblet of Fire. And he was in one, like, who is really thinking, like, Cedric? I mean, okay. I mean, yes. I think Harry is because that was a very well, yeah. traumatic and pivotal Harry moment was in his life. In, in, well, yes, in Order of the Phoenix, absolutely. But when it comes to like the overall, and like, yeah, that's a pivotal moment in the story. But none of us are like, oh, if like if Cedric di- didn't die or Cedric didn't have to go or whatever. Yeah, none of us are. No, no. Well, that's one that of the. I will say, like, that's one of the deaths. Very strange. Fan it's a strange service. choice, and like, it's it's one of the deaths that none of I don't. I mean, maybe some people are like, oh no, Cedric. Like, not that we aren't sad when Cedric dies, but it's not one that you're like, I want to reverse or like, I'm bringing you back or whatever. People more or less accept Cedric died. Yeah, at least from my understanding of the small bit of fandom that I have experienced. Um, but also. Harry didn't kill your son. Right. So and, so, yours, and you were the one that was all up on my son entered the try with a tournament. Like I Harry didn't I mean Harry said let's grab the cup together, but he didn't make him grab that goblet. That. He didn't make him join that tournament and wasn't all up, you know, super excited and hyping him up to continue in the tournament. 
And he no. didn't murder your son. Like he, he didn't, didn't. So literally, Harry. So he's he's like, you remember my son Cedric, and Harry remembering Cedric hurts him. Is like, yes, I remember your son. His loss, Amos. Voldemort wanted you, not my son. You told me yourself. The words he said were, "Kill the spare, the spare." My son, my beautiful son, was a spare. Like, shut up. I'm sorry. Not to minimize like parental death, and I know it's or like or like or parental pain. Sorry, and right. like child death. And it's not something that you ever get over, but it's been almost thirty years. And, and at this point, you can't be dumping this on the kid the who, dude who killed the your shit. son. Is dead. It's dead. He been gone. It's done. Finito. It's over. Like, like, thank please. you for avenging my son when you merch, bruh. Right at Hogwarts. And then that's it. I'm just reaching out because you ain't like been returning my. I keep sending you cash apps and you're not accepting them. Damn, I just want to. Can I? Can I give you? I made you some banana bread. I just wanted to thank you again <sighs> for killing the dude that killed my son. I End can't. of play. Am- <laughs> <Amani>. <laughs> he says, if this cockney motherfucker doesn't get out of my Caucasian home. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Which is like, literally, who cares? Yeah. I'm sorry. They like, said I just- that Cedric is the reason Harry can see thestrals. I don't want to put... I don't want to be put on no benches, so I'll stop there. Which, yeah. Monty said, Harry didn't kill the spare, and he right. avenged the people who killed him, which is my point. What else are you going to do? What else is he supposed to do? So clearly, this like, is Like, so- he killed Wormtail, or he was there when Wormtail got got. Right. Who actually pulled the wand. Right. And then he murked Voldemort publicly, shamefully embarrassed, and embarrassed the hell out of him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what can I do for you, man? Like, so, I not only did I kill him, I killed him, and then, like, Crip walked on his grave. He did do that. That did happen. I don't know it was a pre. It was pre. It wasn't, it wasn't after he died. It was right before. Well, you know. But, yeah. I embarrassed him at every turn I possibly could until I killed him. It's true. Um, so then Harry's like, Mr. Diggory, Mr. Diggory, as I know, I sympathize, as you know, I sympathize with your efforts to memorialize Cedric, but honestly, it's not his job. He's the head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. That's not within his purview. Like, yeah, he can help, he can donate and whatever, but that's all he could do. And Amos is like, a memorial? I'm not interested in a memorial. Not anymore. I'm an old man, an old dying man, and I'm here to ask you, beg you, to help me get him back. What? What? Who? Not even who, because okay, that's your son, no, whatever. Who? Who? But thirty years, you're old and you're dying, so your thought process is to bring back the dead. Like I dealt with Inferi. I'm not trying to go back there. No thanks, fam. Half life, a curse life, whatever. Like there's no. Have you not been paying attention? So Harry looks up and he's like, "Get him back, Amos. It's not possible." The ministry has a time turner, does it not? How is this info just getting out? I'm so confused by like the by the rumor mill of like the wizarding world because it's all way too convenient in this play where mm-hmm. everything people are talking about Everyone is true. Knows. It's true. Everyone knows and it's true. But like Harry just got the time turner a couple hours ago. He only showed it to Hermione. So who's talking? Like who? Is, and they need to be fired because why is this happening? Ethel. Like why is Ethel's this happening? Ass. Why? Because <laughs> like, Ethel 
you know, as recently widowed and trying to, you know, get a date with, I don't know. I'm going to stop there because it's stupid. Oh. And I, oops, sorry. I just thought Delia said, if Amos was so pressed about his son being a spare, where was he literally the rest of the war? And I, oop. Mm-hmm. <sighs> because so, J.K. Rowling and the Rachel Dolezal, because J.K. Rowling too, <laughs> was not checking for Cedric or Amos Diggory. My God. Until this play dropped in until her lap. Until play, and she was like, wow, Cedric. Anyway. Like, Sorry, Amani, all caps, excuse me. So now we're in Pet <laughs> Cemetery. Who allowed this to happen? J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling said, this sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm here with such urgency is I've heard a rumor, a strong rumor, that the ministry sees an illegal time turner from Theodore Knott and has kept it. Like, that is so specific. How does, how does he know this? Does he work at the ministry? But also, so if it's like, an illegal time turner, how do you want them to use it, fam? What is happening? For investigation, let me use that time turner. Let me have my son back. Like I, I definitely remember at this point, I was like, I was for sure rolling my eyes, but I didn't think the play was bad yet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like, I was like, it's still early. Like these are they're just they're doing things. I don't know why, but like okay, whatever. There's a long the, deadly pause. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The part where he's like, for investigation. Let me have that. Let me use that term time turn. Let me have my son back. Like, if you, so, the what is the investigation? Because you've already said the end result is you want your son back. So you're well, going to change time. So, right. no, I can't let you have that. The whole point is like you're not supposed it's dangerous. Fam. Yeah. There's a reason why there were only our reversal ones like in existence and they were heavily regulated. Like, right. I just. I just can't. Um. Um, so also Zay says, Amos lived how many years prior to being a dad and has almost and has had almost a quarter of a century since he has been a dad. He hasn't done anything else with his whole life. Um <laughs> and then he said, <laughs> if she didn't get killed, I'd say board the jerk Oh my god. Boards of rest in peace. And let them all, like, all right, like, if we're right. going to go, the other thing, too, is I'm like, if we have a turn, turn, time turner, why aren't we going back to save Remus or Sirius? Right. And Amani, or, who's like, getting on here for the first time, is like, so fuck Harry's parents, everybody else who died in the history of ever. Right. To save Cedric 30 years later. <laughs> Delia says, plot is happening. I guess. And Amani says, I was lying to myself, and he wants me to know I deserve better. I absolutely was, like, because, again, when I finally clicked but it wasn't good. I was in shock. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like, oh, fuck this. It was like, a, oh my God, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> y'all know how this podcast sounded before a cursed child? Like y'all know what it was. <laughs> Don't act like you can't go back and see. <laughs> like, I was like, what? <laughs> this is wild. So I'm it still here. It is crazy that we literally recorded the <gasps> death of our idealism <laughs> and our hopes and dreams. Like it's wild. It is wild. I mean, it's amazing. Like, it's like, but like, yeah. Why? Um, <clears throat> so, there's a long, deadly pause. Harry's finding it extremely difficult. And Albus moves closer, listening, because, you know, he's Harry Potter's fucking son. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's sorry, he's I'm not it. like you, dad. It, it proceeds to be exactly like him. Like, <laughs> come on. Um, Amos, playing with time, you know, we can't do that. How many people died for the boy who lived? 
And you I'm only want to save one of them. And, and that's literally what he says. I'm asking you to save one. She's like, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you, Amos. I can't. I can't. I'm mad. And again, so, because we also he didn't just die did, for Harry. He didn't die for Harry. Like, that's the thing is like, we, we just did this at the end of week. I mean, you know, we, it's all, it's a couple months, but we just are coming off of Deathly Hollows and seeing how guilty Harry feels about all people who are dying, thinking that it's for him when really they're dying. You know, to stop Voldemort from taking over the world and killing all these muggles and muggleborn. But somehow, people always seem to make it about Harry. And it's not. And don't be pulling up guilt in this kid. This Like, he's still a kid to you. Like, he's in his 30s or he's 40 years old or whatever the fuck at this point. But, like, let him live. Why are you doing this? Harry says, whatever you've heard, the theater or not story is fiction. I'm sorry. Delphi. We don't know, but there's this person named Delphi. Hello. Albus jumps a mile as Delphi, a 20-something. I'm just going to keep that, like, like she's 20-something. Keep that in the forefront. Um, Determined-looking woman is revealed looking through the stairs at him. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to startle. I used to be a big stair listener myself, sitting there, waiting for someone to say something the tiniest bit interesting. Um, Who are you? Because this is sort of my house and this is Albus. Um, and then Delphi says, I'm a thief, of course. I'm about to steal everything you own. Give me your gold, your wand, and your chocolate frogs. And she says, either that or I'm Delphine Diggory. Delphi. I look after him. Amos. Well, I try. And you are? So they're, you know, introducing themselves. Albus is a little sprung, apparently, even though he has a boyfriend. Um, <clears throat> he has a boyfriend. Um, of course. Albus Potter. So Harry's your dad? That's a bit wow, isn't it? Not really, said Albus. Um... And then Delphi says, I just put my foot in it. Um, or have I just put my foot in it? It's what they used to say about me at school. Delphine Diggory. There isn't a hole she can dig herself into. Um, Albus says, they do all sorts of my name too. Um, and then Amos calls Delphi's name. And then Delphi says, we don't choose who we're related to. Amos isn't just my patient. He's my uncle. It's part of the reason I took the job in Upper, at Upper Flagley. Um, it's tough to live with people stuck in the past, isn't it? But like... Harry isn't stuck in the past, so that's why I don't understand. Like, every literally, the play is that's the funniest part about this. Yeah, and that's like, and and so like, yeah, it is hard. <laughs> like, find another freaking story. Yeah, it um, is. It is a lot. It's a lot. Um, and then Albus is like, Upper Flagley? And Delphi says, St. Oswald's home for old witches and wizards. Come see us sometime if you like. Um, and, Al- and Amos is like, Delphi. So she smiles and then trips as she travels down the stairs. So she's like, Tonks Luna. Yeah. Luna Tonks. Nymphadora love good. I'm clumsy. Mm-hmm. It makes me interesting. Mm-hmm. And like I say, like weird things. Like, okay. Um, Amos said, meet the once great Harry Potter, now a stone-cold ministry man. I will leave you in peace, sir, if peace is the right word for it. Delphi, my chair. Yes, uncle. Which, and then Al- Amos is pulled out of the room. Harry's left looking forlorn, forlorn, and Albus watches on, thinking carefully. So, things. One, mm-hmm. why didn't the chair move itself? It's magic. Or he has That's magic. Awesome. Two... Bianca says, it's only been like 30 years and Amos is living in an old folks home, but Dumbledore was out here living. <laughs> and Delia said, when you're busy being bitter, you age like milk. Bianca said, what are the rules of aging? 
They mm-hmm. said he's shriveling up because he's bitterly obsessing for 30 years. Yeah. And Maggie said, meanwhile, Neville's grand and up mural are older than dirt and kicking ass. <laughs> and they were both right. standing in the Battle of Hogwarts. So what what's really going on, Amos? What is the truth? <clears throat> um, all right. Act one, scene seven. Ooh. Albus is sitting. Oh, this is. Whew. Man, okay, sorry. Albus is sitting on the bed as the world goes on outside his door, still against the constant motion outside. We hear a roar from James. Um, James, please ignore your hair and tidy that damn room. How can I ignore it? It's pink. I'm going to have to use my invisibility cloak. James appears at the door. He has pink hair. That's not why your dad gave you that cloak. Who's seen my potions book, says Lily. Jenny, Lily Potter, don't think you're wearing those to school tomorrow. Um, Lily appears at Albus's door. She's wearing fairy wings that flutter. Um, I love them. They're fluttery, she says, which like, okay, they flutter yeah, they and they're flutter. fluttery. That's what it said, but okay. Um, Harry appears in Albus's doorway. Um, hi. There's an awkward pause. Then he appears in the doorway. She sees what's happening and dates for a moment. Just delivering a pre-Hogwarts gift. Gifts. Ron sent this. Okay. A love potion, said Albus. Okay. Which like, Ronald, please. Why? Why? Let's not. Um, and then Harry says, I think it's a joke about, I don't know what. Lily got farting gnomes. And James got a comb that's made his hair turn a shade of pink. Ron, well, Ron's Ron, you know? And like, but how did he get this way? It's- right, because there's nothing else going on with Ron. No. We are in sending- scene he's- seven. So I mean, I guess that's like, whatever. But like. He's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. He got Minister of Magic, head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. And, and Ron, Ron. Who sends farting gnomes his nieces and nephews anyway um i also this is for me he reveals a small blanket jenny looks at it she sees harry is trying and then softly walks away an old blanket albus asks i thought a lot about what to give the, you can, this year can i just say uh-huh how i slammed the book down <laughs> when i read jenny looks at it sees harry is trying and was thank you <laughs> Jenny sees it. Yeah. Why can't Albus see it? Trying. Anyway, sorry, continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought a lot about what to give you this year. James has been going on about the invisibility cloak since time itself. And Lily, I knew she loved wings. But you, you're 14 years old now, Albus. And I wanted to give you something which meant something. This is the last thing I had from my mom. The only thing. I was given to the Dursleys, wrapped in it. I thought it had gone forever, and then when your great-aunt Petunia had died, hidden amongst her possessions, surprisingly, Dudley found this, and he kindly sent it to me. And ever since then, well, any time I've wanted luck, I've found it and just tried to hold tried to hold it, and I wondered if you... Like, can we first just talk about... The bullshit, like, emotional terrorism that that, that whole thing is? Well, it's emotional terror, yeah, sure. But, like... He is trying, trying, okay? This is not just a little... He went all the way in. Mm -hmm. This is also something that I feel like you would save to give to him when he was, like, having his first baby or getting married. (laughs) Like, that's how big of a thing that this is. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. The only thing he has from his mother. And then Albus is like, wanted to hold it too? Okay, done. Let's hope it brings me luck. I certainly need some. He touches the blanket and then he says, but you should keep it. Harry says, I think, believe Petunia wanted me to have it. That's why she kept it. And now I want you to have it from me. 
I didn't really know my mother, but I think she'd have wanted you to have it too. And maybe I could come find you and, and it on Hollow's Eve. I'd like to be with it on the night they died. And that could be good for the two of us. Like trying, trying. He's like yeah. on the eve, on the night of my parents' death, I want to be with you, my son. So that we can bond together. I want to be with my fam. Like, Albus, listen, I've got quite a lot of packing to do. And you undoubtedly have ministry work coming out of your ears. So I'm like, but he wants to be with you. Like, he's not he's saying also like about currently having to holding work. the blanket out to him. Right. Harry's standing there being like, Albus, here is my mother's blanket. <clears throat> And, like, yes, so Delia mentions, like, as a teenager, she can imagine being confused about how to react. Um, and, like, yes, being 14 is, like, it, it is a very deep, it's really, huge yeah. gift and moment. And I could see you being a snot about it and also just 14-year-olds suck in general. Um, Albus more than most. But you would also recognize the gravity of what he's giving you. For me, I would say thank you. Try to get it over with as quickly as possible, but say thank you and take the blanket. Harry's on stage holding it out to his... Just... And then, so Harry's like, Albus, I want you to have the blanket. And do what with it? Fairy wings make sense, Dad. Invisibility cloaks, they also make sense. But this, really? Like, are you freaking kidding me i'm sorry like no fucking monster so then harry's like do you want a hand packing or do you want a hand packing i've always loved packing um so he like brings up privet drive and hogwarts and he's like well i know you don't love it but uh for you it's the greatest place on earth i know says albus the poor orphan bullied by his uncle and aunt dursley like why why literally harry's like harry hasn't said anything bad and i just like can't i can't i mean i guess he mentioned petunia and the fact that like she kept the blanket harry albus please can we just traumatized by cousin dudley saved by hogwarts i know it all dad blah 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 and i'm just like why for what i'm not going to rise to your bait albus potter the poor orphan who went on to save us all so may i say on behalf of wizarding kind how grateful we are for your for your heroism shall we bow now or will a curtsy do um and then harry's like you know i never wanted gratitude but right now i'm overflowing with it it must be the kind of get or it must be the kind gift of this moldy blanket that did it like i just i'm gonna kick him in the face (laughs) i just can't and that is when Harry Potter is like, wow, I burst a monster. Like a straight Maybe up. I am the heir of Slytherin. <laughs> Maybe it was true all along. <laughs> they says Lily gave him, gave Harry this blanket and his life. Only one of those things is available to gift. Jesus Christ, Albus. You can be confused without being a dick. I have spent most of my life confused. Fairy wings absolutely do not make sense. <laughs> Monty said, yo, fuck Albus. <laughs> a timeless statement. He takes after his namesake. All of a sudden, it makes sense. And like, and then they said, I would have socked my own child in his Adam's apple, which like was how I was feeling when it was yes. happening on stage. Yes. I, I think it was like dumbfoundedly looking around like, 
what did he do? I miss what Harry did right. for this reaction because what the fuck? It's awful. It's so awful. It's bad. It's so bad. Like, why is this your reaction? I'll, and then he yeah. throws, he tosses the blanket and tosses the, like, love potion on top of it, which, like, why are you giving love potions? Why are love potions still around? A thing. Yeah, but, like, why are you giving them to your your nephew? You know that one time when you almost died because of a love potion run? Yeah. Right. Let's uh, have your nephew inflict that on someone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the reaction to what is maybe a misguided gift, maybe, but I still don't even really buy that. But like, okay, you don't, you want to... It's not misguided. He's, he sees that Albus is struggling. He yeah. realizes that Albus is putting a lot of pressure on his on their relationship and on like how he feels about being Harry Potter's son. Yeah. And he wants Albus to know, like, and, and I'm and being a Slytherin, and so he wants Albus you. to know, like, I want to comfort you. I want you to feel like, like, this is something that I feel gives me luck, so I want you to feel like there's something you can kind of, like, find comfort in. And I love you, son. <laughs> like, that's all that, like, like, it's not something you can use, right? But it's, he's not coming at it like, oh, I'm giving you this because my mom was a Gryffindor and we came from a line of Gryffindor. Like, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Anyway, so <clears throat> Harry's I mean, like, what, what I'm saying oh. is, in, on the Albus perspective, I can see yeah. looking at the invisibility cloak and being like, "That's cool." Sure. And the, and the fairy wings, even though they don't let her fly, so I don't know, they flutter. Cool. But being like the, you know, it's in all the stores, and all the kids want 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 them, and you know, and then I got a blanket, like in in the shittiest possible way. I could see as a 14 year old being like, eh. I wanted the cool thing. But sure, still, but it's not something you like. You would know and if you're if you're not a monster, you would know not to verbalize that. And you would still be like grateful for like the sentimentality behind the gift. Albus is like, what did you think would happen? We'd hug. I tell you I'd always loved you. What? What? Harry yes. finally loses his temper and he's like, you know what? I'm done being made responsible for your unhappiness. At least you've got a dad because I didn't. Okay. And you think that wasn't unlucky? I don't. Like, why are you why are you this way, Albus? I can't. And Harry says, You wish me dead? No, I just wish you weren't my dad. And then Harry, because he's angry and you know how he has a temper on him. And well, none there of them have gotten therapy. None of them. Um, he says, Well, there are times I wish you weren't my son. There's a silence, Albus nods. Um, Harry realizes what he said. No, I didn't mean that. Yes, you did. And like, okay, I get that Albus is a kid, but I'm sorry. You just said that you wish he wasn't your dad. And so I just feel like you can't. And you goaded the fuck out of him. Like, like you, you pulled that out of him. You pulled that death. out of him. Harry absolutely should not have said that. But he pulled, like, Harry came in with his heart open, vulnerable, trying to reach out to his son. Albus saw that and was like, I'm about to kick my dad in his throat. <laughs> he said, fuck your vulnerability. Like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. And 14 is young, but it ain't that young. It's not like, that young. He knows, like, he knows he's what being he's a, doing. He knows he's being an asshole. Absolutely. And But I also feel like the thing that I hate, too, is he feels like he gets this great victory from him. Mm-hmm. Like, I got you to tell the truth. When immediately, like, no, Harry immediately is like, no, that's not at all what I meant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yikes. He's just trying to, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish you... I wish this asshole... 
that you're that putting you, this you, persona that you are was not my son. Was not, yeah. I wish, I wish the little boy inside of you who you should chill. be is my I wish son. my son would have some chill. That's what right. I wish. Um, and he's like, you meant it, dad. And honestly, I don't blame you. There's a pause. And he says, you should probably leave me alone now. Albus, please, says Harry. Albus picks up the blanket and throws it. It collides with Ron's love potion, which spills all over the blanket, producing a small puff of smoke. Just garbage. Trash. Basura. No luck or love for me, then, he says. Albus runs out of the room. Harry goes after him. Albus, Albus, please. So, like, he's trying. He's Still trying. Can't. Anyway. Feeny. Dream. Hut on the rock. Um, so basically, I'm I'm gonna summarize because we've we've read this before. We've read this before. So basically, Harry is having a dream about when um, Hagrid comes to get him from the from the hood on the rock when he's 11. Be like, you're a wizard, Harry. Um, he you know pulls out a chocolate cake that says "Happy Birthday, Harry," written right, written correctly, correctly um, in the book, and I mean in here too. So at least they got that. Because right. Hagrid knows how to read and how to spell. And um, how to spell. So. Yeah, all of that, and then you're a wizard, Harry, you changed everything, you're the most famous wizard in the world, and then right from the back of the room and whispering around everyone, words said with an unmistakable voice, the voice of Voldemort. Harry Potter. And, like, it's one of those things where I just, why can't we let him go? Like, I just feel like we could have a story that doesn't require that we just rehash all that we've read like that this is that's i think that's one of the things that bothers me about the play the most is that it just rehashes all the shit that we already did in a way that's not good yes i like the idea of harry of adult harry figuring out and dealing with his trauma sure but it doesn't happen here and also like doesn't need all this time turner cedric diggory albus being a douchebag bullshit around it you know it could be so much as like Harry seeing his kids go off to school and like having a fun actually safe time with a competent headmistress and then using that to like unpack like oh shit I think about Hogwarts as being the best time of my life but like every year I almost died and I was terrified and like Mm -hmm. you know like having those things mirror that his kids perspective like that's a story it also is not a two-part eight eight hour long monstrosity of a story but like yeah yeah continue we can be done all right scene nine harry and jenny's uh bedroom so harry wakes suddenly um he waits a moment calms himself and then he feels an intense pain in his forehead in his scar Around him, dark magic moves. But all was well. Like, that's why I'm mad. All was motherfucking well. And now we're out here... Not being well. Like, not being well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Harry says, Jenny, it's fine. Go back to sleep. Harry turns the light on and it's like a nightmare. He says... And so then he he explains that it was about the Dursleys or that it started there and then became something else. Um, Jenny asks if you want a sleeping draught. And he's like, no, I'll be fine. Go back to sleep. Um, and then Jenny's like, you don't seem fine. It can't have been easy with Amos Diggory. And Harry says, the anger I can cope with, the fact that he's right is harder. Amos lost his son because of me, which like, I'm sorry. Wrong. You need to find a therapist because it's been 30 years and I thought we already established that that wasn't your fault. 
And if he had a therapist, <laughs> then that he would might have internalized that by now. Yeah, like because my God, um, Jenny's like that doesn't seem particularly fair on yourself. Um, and so Jenny like asks what's upsetting him. The night before Hogwarts is never a good night if you don't want to go. Giving Al the blanket, it was a nice try. And Harry's like it went pretty badly wrong from there. And Jenny's like, yeah, I heard. Um, and he says, and she's like, you know, I know that. You'll say sorry that you didn't mean it. No, no, no. She says, I know that when the time is right, you'll say sorry. He said sorry immediately. He did. And meant sorry immediately. He did. And was poked and prodded to get there. Yeah. Um, He says, that what you said concealed other things. You can be honest with him, Harry. That's all he needs. And Harry says, I just wish he were more like James or Lily, which, yikes. Um, And then he says, no, I wouldn't change a thing about him, but I can understand them. Um, and Jenny says, Albus is different, and isn't that a good thing? Not really, because right now his different is asshole, and, like, <laughs> we can right. do without that. <laughs> his different, though, is also so forced. Yeah. Because what is he really upset about? Right. He's, about, he's upset about things that he could have prevented, because, again, this all stems back from him being sorted into Slytherin, which he could have fucking prevented if he had said, not Slytherin. It's because two he words. feels pressure. Not Slytherin, not Slytherin, not Slytherin. That's he, it. He feels pressure being Harry Potter's son, but there's two other Harry Potter children, and they're chilling. Like, if they were all struggling and Albus is getting it the worst because he went to Slytherin or something. Right, or Harry wasn't home. He's, like, not doing nothing. He's just a deadbeat dad. But, like, I'm sorry. In a world, I mean, and this is, like, not the world. But I think, like, for us to, like, you know, we're coming off the MCU. Right. Odin motherfucking being, like, oh, I'm dying. Odin could be your father. <laughs> like, you could have your dad. You could you could have. Your dad could also be a planet-eating, what I don't Maniac. know, that thing. But, sure. Yeah. Happened. Your dad even could have killed his brother and then didn't tell you until... Your cousin, Your cousin came, came up. popped up like, what's up? <laughs> hey, I want the throne. <laughs> right. But instead. He's just a tortured young boy who grew up to be a man tr- trying his best. Who just wants terrible. some quiet. Yeah. So, um, Judy says, Albus is different, and isn't that a good thing? And he can tell, you know, when you're putting on your Harry Potter front. But when does Harry actually put this on? That's the thing. He says, he wants to see the real you. And, like, this is a thing that I've seen in, like, it's a, it's a trope that I've seen in lots of places. I feel like I just read something that was like, your, your dad wants to see, the, like, you want to see the real person and, like, don't put on airs and whatever. Maybe I read a book. I don't know. It is, it's, like, recent in my mind. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing a lot, so I can't pinpoint it. But it's like they're tell he's telling us this. Like I haven't seen Harry put on the Harry Potter front in front of Albus, or really with anybody. He's just being himself, and it's other people putting that on him. And so, and it's and always also, been that. Fundamentally, kids do not want to see the real human behind their parents until they're no. actually adults. As a fourteen year old, I want my parent to be a goddamn superhero, make everything go away. Go right. like okay. And it's just like, okay, he wants to see the real you, sure, but I just, I just don't, I have not yet seen a moment where Harry has not shown the real, his real self to right. his son. So, like, sure, but I'm not buying that as, like, what's happening here, because Harry has pretty much been open this right. whole time. So, so um, in the chat, Maggie says, Albus is basically saying, how dare you be so supportive? 
And Bianca says, this is wild because the pressure is usually on the first child to be like their parent. Mm-hmm. Which is why it doesn't make any sense. Um, and Dahlia says, also, if all of the Potter kids were struggling at school, they got 11 aunts and uncles. They would have just homeschooled them. Right. And Zay says, yeah, Hermione would have found a way. Bianca says, Molly is probably chilling right now. I'm sure she'd be down to homeschool. And Maggie agrees with you and says, what Harry Potter front? And like, he's never been a me. thing that he's had. And Dahlia's like, no, we don't. Even as an adult, sometimes I'm shook when my parents do human things. That adjustment takes time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then Imani brings in uh, Doctor Who. The Moffat level never let him see, see the damage, which is true. And the Moffat Joanne rolling comparisons continue to grow. Mm-hmm. But no, thank you. Keep it to yourself. Um, so Harry quotes Dumbledore and says, The truth is a beautiful and terrible thing and should therefore be treated with great caution. Um, and Jenny says, a strange thing to say to a child, which, sure, yes, yeah. but on the scale of things Dumbledore said to Harry, <laughs> not that strange. <laughs> um, and he says, not when you believe that child will have to die to save the world, which, big yikes. Um, then Harry gasps again and, all he, and does all he can not to touch his forehead. Harry, what's wrong, said Jenny. Fine, I'm fine, I hear you, I'll try to be. Does your scar hurt? Harry, how long has it been since your scar hurt? 22 years. And then it fades to black. And then I'm like, goodbye. We can go home now. Because this don't make no sense. Dumb. Okay. So now we get to the last two scenes. And this is where I realized that this is not good. And, I'm, and I will say, there were things, again, that I was like, this is dumb. But it looks amazing. Like, I swear to God, if you, get, if you have the money or somebody is paying for you to go see Crush Child, go see it. Because then you'll understand how freaking pretty it is and how wild it is that they do actual magic on stage. Right. And so it masks, the real magic is that it masks the bullshit. <laughs> the of magic the that was in it all along. <laughs> it masks the plot <laughs> for some time. Um, so scene 10, the Hogwarts Express. Um, Albus is rocking quickly along the train. Rose pops up. I've been looking for you. Me? Why? Albus, it's the start of our fourth year until the start of a new year for us. I want to be friends again. Um, and Albus is like, we were never friends. That's harsh. You were my best friend when I was six. That was a long time ago, says Albus. And then Rose says, have you heard the rumors? Big ministry raid a few days ago. Your dad apparently was incredibly brave, which is, again, Slytherin. Mm-hmm. And Albus says, how do you always know about these things and I don't? And Rose says, apparently he, the wizard they raided, theater or not, I think, had all sorts of artifacts that broke all sorts of laws, including, and this has got them all gooey, an illegal time-turner, a quite, and quite a superior one at that. And I'm like, how does she know? Is Hermione talking about this at the dinner table? Because that is just like... She breaking into her mama's office and actually reading the files that Harry Potter won't read. Wasn't reading. <laughs> it's gotta be, because I'm so confused. And Hermione is thinking that she got a good kid and isn't locking him up or doing a bunch of stuff. It's just like, yeah, that's my, you know... The briefs I have to read before bed. Um, and then Albus says, a time turner? My dad found a time turner? But I'm like, didn't you overhear this? Like, I just... Well, he overheard Amos Al- saying, yeah, I know Amos saying a time it, turner. And he's like, no. Like, no. I guess, but it's still just... But it's the same rumor as my thing. It's just like, it's not like... Like, Rose is telling him this. And I guess maybe he is thinking that he got it from... That she got it from Hermione too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I just can't see why this would be different. From Amos saying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's 14. Like, how is she? I can't. Anyway. 
Um, yes, I know. Great, right? You're sure, said Albus, entirely. And Albus is like, I gotta find Scorpius. Gotta find my mans. We out. Um, and Rose is like, Albus. And Albus turns around. Who's told you you have to talk to me? And she goes, okay, maybe your mom owled my dad, but only because she's worried about you. And I just think, leave me alone, Rose. Um, and so Albus enters the um, compartment where Scorpius is. Rose is still tailing him. And Scorpius goes, Albus, oh, hello, Rose. What do you smell of? Which, yikes. Um, what do I smell of? No, I meant it as a nice thing. You smell like a mixture of fresh flowers and fresh bread. Rose is like, I'm here if you need me. <laughs> I'm out. Which, like, give us the trio. Like, I just, I'm irritated by Rose. And I would like for this, like, we got a black Hogwarts character with Afro puffs, and she keeps popping in and being annoying and then popping out. And I just would rather we don't do that. I have checked out. I She has Afro puffs. I know, I know. But I am. Okay, I know. Um, so then I'm Scorpius says, Scorpius basically says, I love bread. And Rose is like, <laughs> Rose is like you know what? I'm, I'm done. I will say, I do understand Rose looking at Scorpius and being like, what okay, I know? gotta go. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> that part what rings you, true. Yes, absolutely. But also... Um, I could also see Scorpio side. If someone smell like bread, I'm thinking that's a compliment, man. You know what I'm saying? Bread is delicious. Soured, especially fresh bread. Woo. My God. <laughs> so Albus says to Dahlia me, said, when you're trying so desperately to seem straight, hi, what do you smell of? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Truly. Um, and now you found me, uh, says, or Alba says, I've been looking for you everywhere and Scorpius. And now you found me. Ta-da. I was hardly hiding. Um, you know how I like to get on early. Stops people staring, shouting, writing Sons of Voldemort on my, tr- or Son of Voldemort on my trunk, which is like, why is this, this has been three years. Still Four happening. years. Why and is this nobody still said happening? This is the dumbest. It's so this dumb. This is like the most Trumpiest conspiracy theory. And people really thought it had legs. That the thing that you had to then take the time turn and my mama got pregnant by Voldemort and then came back. Like the Malfoy spent money to get the daughter or the wife to go back in time to get impregnated. Not by gross, yikes, a teenage Draco, therefore making Scorpius still Draco's son. Oh, big yikes. Big yikes. But but okay. But (laughs) But going back in time to get impregnated by Voldemort? And then who is going with her to be like, hey, what point in Voldemort's time stream? And also, how is she getting close enough to Voldemort to seduce the man and he not kill her on sight? And also, how is she getting close enough to Voldemort to seduce the man and Bellatrix not kill her on sight? So it had to be just. It's just. It's so stupid. And then Daya points out this point. If he was the son of Voldemort, why would you bully him? It is, it's stupid. And it's like, definitely, it was one of those things where I think after, after the act was over and we were talking about it, you were like, oh, but they can fix it. Because you were like, because it's so dumb that like, it clearly can't it be. Clearly, it's not, that's not the it's thing. Not, that's not the thing. They're just doing it, but it's dumb. So clearly it's not, but anyway, um, 
So Albus hugs his friend with a fierceness. Well, uh, right after she, right after he says, um, she never she really doesn't like me, does she? And then Albus hugs him. Because he's like, don't worry about her. I'm right I, here. Though. I'm right here. Um okay, hello. Um, have we hugged before? Do we hug? And they awkwardly dislocate. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, y'all. Whatever. They're in love, but it's okay. Just a slightly weird 24 hours, says Albus. Um, what's happened in them? Uh, Scorpius and Albus is like, I'll explain later. We have to get off this train. And then the train takes off. And Scorpius is like, too late. We're off to Hogwarts. And then Albus says, then we have to get off a moving train. Like a goddamn Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> And it's then Gryffindoriest shit. It's like it is beyond. Like even Harry Potter didn't do this shit. Like a, a Slytherin would have been like, well, we'll have to find some other way. But it's not. We'll have to find some other way. That's not the first the thought. Train, and you want I feel me to like just I, jump I, off? Right. I feel like a Slytherin. Like where to snack that though? Looking for capacity. I feel like a Slytherin might have jumped off the moving train but that wouldn't have been the first it's not the first move it's not the first move it may be it may be the only move so that's like you know it's not to say that a slytherin wouldn't do it it's just to say that that wouldn't be the first thought the trolley witch turns up anything from the trolley dears albus opens a window and makes to climb out a moving magical train says scorpius the trolley witch is like pumpkin pasties i got your colgen cakes here like what you what you trying to get what you trying to be get into um Scorpius, Albus Severus Potter, got, get that strange look out of your eye. And Albus says, first question, what do you know about the Triwizard Tournament? He's saying all of this while halfway hanging out of a fucking moving train. Yep. Scorpius goes, ooh, a quiz. So I think they're trying to make him a Ravenclaw who's in Slytherin. Right. And y'all have y'all been saying Hufflepuff, but like... They, no, they definitely give him Ravenclaw. They give him Ravenclaw. Th- not to say that he's not a Hufflepuff, but like... Right. I'm more to say that they, at this point, are trying to give him Ravenclaw traits while having him in Slytherin. Right. Um, the only reason why I say Hufflepuff is he's just the sweetest just, little cinnamon roll. He <laughs> is. Just, he truly is. No, so he is. Great. So Scorpius talks about the Triwizard Tournament, and Albus is like, you're an enormous geek. And like, I mean, it's the Triwizard Tournament. Your dad was like, oh, never mind. Whatever. Second question. Why has the Triwizard Tournament not been running over 20 years? Um, because people die. Um, and Scorpius gives us the rundown of what happened at the end of the third task. And we're not going to do that because we've done it. Um, and then Alba says, third question, did Cedric need to be killed? Who cares? That's the answer. Did he <laughs> need to be Who needed to be killed in that entire no one. thing? No go one back did. and get Remus. You go back and you get Remus Lupin. Get what's your face. Also, I will, I will point the out at this point. Professor from Muggle Studies. Get Brad the Jorkins. Yeah. I will also point out at this point. We're at we're on page fifty seven. We have not seen or heard about Teddy Lupin. Nope. Teddy ain't in the thicket. Teddy all. ain't no. He's not even like in the way he's like Neville is mentioned. mentioned. That's what I'm saying. Teddy is not mentioned. Not even once. So that's just for y'all to hold in case this is your first time reading this. But he also that, says that this whole thing is more exposition for the casuals because the casuals are like, yeah. "Which one is Cedric?" Right. Because the fucking Gobble of Fire, the movie, came out how long ago? That's what I'm No one is checking for Cedric. No one. 
So Alba says, no, he didn't have to die. The words Voldemort said were kill the spare. He only died because he was with my father and my father couldn't save him. We can. We're going to bring him back. Or why? Like this, and this is the plot. Like this, is, like this is the actual plot. So at this point, I'm still like, this is dumb. But okay, I mean, I, uh, all right. I'm like, I'm still, I'm just like, this is dumb. But I'm gonna, I move and I'm just gonna I go like, with it, dude. I did not know we were about to do some Agatha Christie M Night Shyamalan <laughs> twenty point mystery. But I'm here for it. <laughs> I can't wait to see how they pull all this together okay. knowing and i think you know what my brain said is like it has to be a deep mystery so that you can enjoy it for as long as possible because always the mysteries you're like you have you give it grace until the very end until you're like okay well that was dumb <laughs> like, yeah or you're like you that was lit yeah right. they're like ooh, at the very end they save it and that was the best thing you ever seen right or it just was never gonna work yeah Teddy um, has, and Maggie also mentions Teddy has dinner every week with the Potters, but oh well. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Teddy. Anyway, um, JK could, Rowling this, this whole thing could have been. No, well. it could have been Teddy Lupin going back to save his dad. Like, what? Oh my god, which. It could have been Albus going back Leaky to save Khan. Remus because his dad was. Because Teddy, his like god brother, is sad, but instead. It's fucking Cedric. Which LeakyCon did, and I think also why I gave this thing so much grace, because Aliza, go back Aliza and be that. a thing, um, or listen to the, our, time, our time episode, but LeakyCon used to put on these, like, stories, plays that would go throughout the entirety of the convention, and mm-hmm. in my opinion, they should bring those back, even though, whatever. But my first LeakyCon, the story was, Teddy gets a time-turner, and goes back to when the Marauders were in Hogwarts. Wasn't that the Dublin one, though? I didn't see the no, whole thing, but I feel like No, it was, it was the Burbank no, was the one, because remember I said, like, I was in the marketplace when um, Sirius and Peter oh. had the thing, and then a bunch of people dropped, and I was like, this is the best yeah. fucking place I've ever been to. <laughs> I want to stay here forever. <laughs> yeah. And so... Aliza wrote Curse Child and wrote it way better. That's basically what I'm saying. Basically. They should release that. I think it might be on YouTube. You can like watch the story it. parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, Alba says, when Amos Diggory asked for the time turner, my father denied they existed. He lied to an old man who just wanted his son back, who just because left his son. And he did it because he didn't care. fucking thing. Because he doesn't care. And it's like, no, because you use a fucking time turner and you disrupt the entire fabric of time <laughs> and you cause irreparable fucking harm. And I'm sorry for cussing so much, but, but I'm mad. That's <laughs> I'm what so it is. Irritated. And it's also so frustrating because like, y'all know how I feel about care. time travel. Like, y'all know how much I feel about time travel? The point, at the point where they're like coming up with this plan, I'm like, but I'm like not excited. <laughs> there was no point in this where I'm like time travel you know what I mean like we're about to go through time like there was no point <laughs> for even when I was still like holding on to it as being okay that I was excited about this um so he says everyone talks about all the brave things dad did but he made some mistakes too some big mistakes in fact I want and to this wasn't one of, one of them right. I want us to save Cedric which is like clearly first of all Cedric 
You don't even <laughs> like, know Cedric. You don't know Cedric. Second of all, you don't know what happened. So it wasn't a mistake Harry made. They both made the decision. First of all, Cedric's older. So they both made the decision to hold the thing. Harry had no idea that that was a port key. They got there. Cedric was dead in two seconds. There's no way in any of that Harry had any blame or any chance to do nothing. He couldn't even even have time to make a mistake besides... The only mistake was touching the port key, which they didn't know was a port but, key, which wasn't a mistake. Right, because that was he was manipulated into doing that. Like he like I just I hate it. Um, fix it, Jesus, fix it. And Scorpius is like, whatever was holding your brain together seems to have snapped. And Alex yes. is like, I'm going to do this. I need to do this, because he's a reckless ass potter. Happening. And he says, Come on. Also, why says, do you, if you need don't, to he do also it? says, if you don't, huh? Why do you need to do it? Why? There's no reason. There's no reason why he needs to do it. So he grins and he disappears and Scorpius hesitates and then follows him. And that is act 10. And then this scene, or scene 10, sorry. This is when, this is, okay. <laughs> scene 11, the Hogwarts Express, the roof. The wind whistles from all angles and there's a fierce wind. Okay, now we're on the roof of a train, says Scorpius. It's fast, it's scary. This has been great. I feel like I've learned a lot about me, something about you, but Alba says, as I calculate it, we should be approaching the viaduct soon, and then it'll be a short hike to St. Oswald's home for old witches and wizards. So this is, it's weird that, like, how has he calculated this when this was a split decision? Like, he just decided to do this when Rose said there was a time turner. So how do you know where the viaduct is and, like, where you are? We Why don't have to go answers. back in time to say Cedric. Yep. 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 Um, so Scorpius says, the what? The where? Um, look, I'm excited as you are to be a rebel for the first time in my life. Yay, train route. Fun. <laughs> I honestly like re- remembering Scorpius in the play. Like, Scorpius is great. I'm not going to lie. But now, oh. Scorpius sees something he doesn't want to see. Albus says he's not paying attention, so he's like, the water seems will be extremely useful backup if our cushioning charm doesn't work. And Scorpius says, Albus, the trolley witch. The trolley witch is coming toward them on the roof. And this is when I was like, oh. Okay. So she says, anything from the trolley, dears? People don't know much about me. They buy my cauldron cakes, but they never really notice me. I don't remember the last time someone asked my name. Why? Why do we need to know your name, Charlie Witch? This sounds like this is some doc. This is a Moffat shit. This is some Moffat shit. This is some Moffat shit. This is. It is. Okay. So then Alba um, says, oh, go ahead. Delia says, buckle up, kids. This scene almost had me quit the whole book. This is where we lose Bayana. This is this where, is where I was like, they're going to fix it. <laughs> This is when, this is when it clicked in my head. Because, like, and also, like, up to this point, because if I had been reading it, I would have been like, I would have been like, what the fuck, much earlier. And I probably, this also probably would have been like Delia, where I, like, dropped the book. Oh, Maggie! Okay, wait, we have to pause. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. <laughs> or, we'll come back to that. But, oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, this is probably also where I would have put the book down. But for me, it was like I was wrapped up in the magic of it. And again, you can easily just excuse like what's happening. And you're like, whatever, it's, you know, it's fine. They'll fix it. We're still like in the early stages of this. And it looks really great. And they're doing literal magic on stage. But then she's on some. He, so he asks, what's your name? 
Trolley Witch, I've forgotten. All I can tell you is that when Hogwarts Express first came to be, Adeline Gamble herself offered me this job. Like, who Ooh. and who cares? Swarpiece <laughs> is like, you've been doing this for 190 years? And she says, these hands have made over 6 million pumpkin pasties. I've gotten quite good at them. But what people haven't Aren't noticed about my brand? pumpkin pasties... Is that not, right. is she not? I thought they were. Is I she they not were, just admitting to like blatant and massive. Like fraudulent. Fraud. <laughs> plagiarism. Like right. Or they've whatever. been eating off-brand pumpkin pasties just for 190 like, years. China, China mm-hmm. trademark manipulation type shit. Yep. And she's like, so she says, but what people haven't noticed about my pumpkin pasties is how easily they transform into something else. So she picks up this pumpkin pasty and she throws it like a grenade and it explodes. I don't remember the exploding pumpkin pasty. To be <laughs> and then honest. She says, and then she says, and you won't believe what I can do with my chocolate frogs. Never, never have I let anyone off this train before they reach their destination. Some have tried. Serious Black and his cronies, Fred and George Weasley, because here it's just name dropping. It's fan service, but, but you asked for this. Also, it's in the middle of like, it's in the middle of like, hot mess like you're just like why are you why are you bringing serious into this what's serious gotta do with this but also this is also the only sorry real quick this is also the only time george is mentioned also wow (laughs) so wow but it's also the hundred something years and the people that you pick out the two examples you pick out yep here are the marauders and fred and george Oh, only failed. the Gryffindors are dumb enough to try to jump off to the train, to, apparently. First, well, uh, uh, message. Um, <laughs> now she goes into all caps. All have failed because this train, it doesn't like people getting off it. Her hands transfigure into very sharp spikes. This is when I was like, this I is, this is when I, this is exactly when I was like, this isn't good. Like everything <laughs> else, I was good with like the magic and it was great. But this is the one moment when her nails started elongating, self-elongating acrylics. And she's going, ah, <laughs> walking like a damn zombie with like literal like things like coming yeah. out of her nails. I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> And I was like, this scene is only in here because they got some real cool tech they wanted to show off. Nah, I was like, I literally was like, this is when they, this is when you write in a car chase where there shouldn't be a car chase, but because you have the technology to do some cool shit that you want to try, that's what the scene is. This is literally the point where I was like, this is not, it is not good. This is not good. This is not good. It is not good. And I was like, that's wild. So So then. So wait, oh wait, let me, because we're almost... Okay. Uh, yeah, so um, she says, so please retake your seats for the remainder of the journey. You were right, Albus, the train is magical, said Albus. And I'm like, yeah, you're in a... Or she says, you were right, Scorpius, the train is magical. Yeah, you're in a magical world, Albus, are you dumb? <laughs> anyway, um, at this precise moment, I take no pleasure in being right, said Scorpius. So they jump, um, and the trolley witch is all upset. She's like, oh no... They, so they jumped off the train, and that's the end. <laughs> <sighs> so let's be let's before we get to the masterpiece. Um, Amani is just in the chat, confused. Who said that? <laughs> Bianca said, "I thought they were supposed to be like little Debbies, <laughs> the pumpkin pasties." Amani said she's been doing this for 190 years and hasn't trademarked and franchised her goods. Chase a bag, sis. <laughs> 
the Bianca said Terminator. She said T-1000. I can't. Maggie said opposite. Like, who is George Weasley? And Maggie has given us another Bagini. She lives. Another Bagini you know, original. 20, 20 whatever years later, Bagini lives. Um, so you see Alba, or sorry, Scorpius saying Albus, the trolley witch. And they look back and they see the trolley witch. And then Nagini pops out her neck. <laughs> Which truly would have been way better <laughs> than what we got. So thank you for that, Magus. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, um, so, so MVPs have benched. <clears throat> um, I made Harry my MVP for trying because my goodness. He tries so hard. Um, so hard. This is one of those where I'm like, I mean, yeah, Harry, because the whole blanket thing, like, and what's really funny is like, it took me, like we were saying, it took me a while to, to like admit, like, this is not good. And, mm-hmm. um, but I do remember that when we were talking about it after, after we saw the whole thing, after it was all finished, And I might have even brought this up on the podcast that recap that we did. Like the thing that like really stuck with me was Albus throwing that blanket and that whole scene. And I was shocked reading it, how early it happened. Like, I swear that happened much later. Yeah. And like the second part of the, of the play. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I MVP Harry as well, just because he had to sit through his son being a complete asshole. But like, Yikes. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, so. Dahlia MVP Scorpius for continued cinnamon rolling. I was, that was a close standby. Um, mm-hmm. Maggie MVP's Harry for trying to be a good dad and trying to connect with his son despite Abbas being just all poop all the time. <laughs> Amani MVP's the fire marshals who somehow didn't have to deal with the massive arson from everyone burning the theater down when this happened. Bianca MVP's she's got nothing. No MVP. <laughs> she's, she's dead. Grace no, MVP's Scorpius, she guesses. The Scorpius, I guess. Like, <laughs> and we're all we're all just this is our reality it's now. Shocking. Like literally like is, man. When I tell you, like, if y'all want to know when the real moment <laughs> where Wizard Team changed, it was that. It was scene 11, act one. <laughs> the first child. <laughs> Honestly, we suddenly, got back from London. Had we gone to the um, studio tour before we saw the play? Yeah. Yeah. The play was, like, the, one of the last things the last we, did. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got back from London, and we were over <laughs> <laughs> the, the like um whatever it's called like the rose colored glasses had been shattered mm-hmm. um by the by the trolley witch, <laughs> the trolley <laughs> she did witch. it specifically <laughs> in particular uh. that one also like the trolley witch is not a job title it's a being apparently a magical, is she classified as a magical being or right a, or, or a beast what? what is she because the way she talking like she lives on she's like the spirit she's like the ghost of the <laughs> she's her whole like essence is tied to the damn train she can't leave 
She can't oh go home. Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So, did, was that everyone? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Benched. I benched Amos for kick for kickstarting all this bullshit and for pl- blaming Harry for some stuff that happened 30 years ago. 30 years ago. And, yeah. If Amos hadn't popped up at the house unannounced, then Albus would have just lived another miserable year at Hogwarts. It wouldn't have been <laughs> on some bullshit. Like, there he wouldn't be on this bullshit. Yeah, asshole but he wouldn't be on this. At Hogwarts. He wouldn't be on this mess. Leaving everybody else out of it. Um, my goodness. I bench J.K. Rowling, John Tiffany, and Jack Thorne, but especially oh, yeah. Jack Thorne. For sure. Because this is... <laughs> Why are we doing... Why? <laughs> Why does this thing exist? It's so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, and I was really going to try to, like, at least have some, like, uh, like, some, like, nuance, but I just have not found any at the I moment. I was trying to be, like, I, more I objective it. and, like, see. I thought like, I could be. I've talked to people who really do enjoy this play and I've seen it multiple times and mm. it couldn't be me. It just couldn't be me. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I got nothing. Wow. Um, Delia benches Albus for being a little shirt. Um, came at Harry like Ron in the tent for no reason, which is true. I was it's thinking true. about the Ron in the tent moment too. I'm like, this added the neck. Yeah. Um, Bianca benches the writers. They gotta go. Grace benches literally everyone else. I'm so <laughs> over the shit. Grace upped her patron. <laughs> To be able to participate in this, and she is she's like, she's not even through Act One, right? <laughs> Same day, fam. She's like, uh-huh. I am done. Um, Amani benches Albus Severus for living up to both of his namesakes and the utmost trash. I wish the child wish Sparta kicked his ass off and gave Scorpius some more sweets. Maggie benches Albus for coming straight for Harry's neck and not in a fun bikini way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bianca wants us all to know that we're in the bad place. Honestly, though, this is like this is like you haven't you don't you don't go there, but this is totally Eleanor Shawshank being like, oh my god, this is the bad place because you think you're in the good place. There's new. It's Harry Potter. It's new. There's like a whole you know these your favorite characters, but there's new characters, Mm -hmm. and yet everything that you love is being put together to torture the fuck out of you. You're like, so I should bad. be happy here, mm-hmm. but I'm not. But I'm not. Um, so on that note, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> next week, we will finish Act 1 of Harry Potter the Cursed Child with scenes 12 through 19. Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who has been for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. And, yeah. And if you do enjoy this play, like, let us know that, too, and explain why. Yeah, like, I don't want to be, like, that's the thing. It's like, I really, I definitely don't want to, like, yuck people's yum. So I'm definitely not on some, like, I don't get why people don't. Because I also think that, like, I've heard compelling arguments or reasons why people like this play or parts of the play. I think a sheer number of people that, so there are people that do like it. And it's not, like, one, like, arm and white being, trying to be different. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and so, like, it's definitely not that. It's just, like, it's it's so hard to, it, it just, I can't, personally. I can't. Yeah. But let us so. know your thoughts, um, be they good or bad, um, regardless of what we or the chat say. And we will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.